the Lord has turned my morning and my boot walking into dancing. On Friday, the doctor released me uh, out of that boot and into a regular shoe. Now, I didn't tell him I was already doing it, but, you know, what he doesn't know doesn't hurt him. I didn't tell him about my dive trip either. I know he wondered why my foot was so nice and tan, but uh, we didn't talk about it. We just ignored it. Gideon, are you ready? Where's all my kids? Pre-K through fifth grade is kids' church time. <laughs> Woo, I about forgot about them. They don't like that. All right, now listen. They, they finished their superhero uh, series a couple weeks ago. And they have started working on the Christmas program. So every Sunday and maybe some Wednesdays, and I know as we get closer, they'll have some practices. So our program is December... No, that's Friends and Family Day. 10th is the Christmas program with all the, with the children. And so that's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. So, uh, but, we, but you need to get your, have your kids here every week uh, because they'll be learning their parts and they'll be doing things. And uh, there's nothing cuter uh, than, than the kids in the Christmas program. And it's just uh, such a blessing. 12th, the 12th. Okay. 12th. All right. There is a calendar. A December calendar in the back and on the information center. Pick that up and it will tell you when everything is. Friends and family day, the Christmas program, candlelight communion service, everything happening. And uh, we will not have service, of course, the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving and the Wednesday night before Christmas. And so you want to be sure to to know all that. But you know what? We love you. We're so blessed. We thank God uh, for, I appreciate all your prayers. I went 15 weeks and I'm healed. And uh, so we thank God for that. And the the Lord answered my other prayer. What was the other prayer? That he would do the other one. And he said, yes. So we'll have this other surgery the last week of December. And uh, we'll, uh, it won't be near as bad and it'll be, it should be easier, quicker. And um, so, and insurance will pay for all of it. Hallelujah. Because if uh, that's what we want right there. So they're talking to insurance. So pray the Lord lets them say yes. So uh, I say, yes, Lord. (laughs) And all will be well. Amen. I'm so excited for you today to get to experience the anointing uh, upon Brother Leon Bachelor. Brother Leon and Sister Robbie uh, have pastored evangelized, missionaries, founded churches. Uh, they're, they're such a part. They've been friends of ours. Uh, honestly, I don't remember not knowing them. Uh, they, they knew my family. Uh, Brother Leon's a little older than me. Uh, I'm only 53. He's going to be 54. So he's like 55 or 6, somewhere in there. And a little bit older than me. And uh, but So I think we've known each other all of our lives, as far, as far as I know. Uh, but uh, founded a great church and turned that over to their son-in-law and daughter. And uh, they're do- carrying on doing a wonderful work. And now he is out preaching the gospel all over the country. And it is such an honor every year to have him right here in Tyler, Texas at the Lord's house. Put your hands together. Welcome, Brother Leon Batchelor. Hallelujah to God. This is a day that the Lord has made. We rejoice and be glad. Amen. Thank the Lord for some cool weather, nice weather. Amen. It's a wonderful season. Praise God. 
Sister Robbie, you have words? Amen. When you can't see he's working, he's still working. Hallelujah. He's still working. Doing mighty things. People people tell you all the time, if I could just see a miracle, I'd live for God. Miracles don't make people live for God. Relationships do. Israel saw the greatest miracles that mankind has ever seen. And in three days, they was ready to go back to Egypt. So, you know, but God's still doing great and mighty things. When you can't see he's working, he's still working. Uh, when it don't look like he's working, he's still working. Amen to God. The sun's always shining. If it's raining or snowing or sleeting or tornadoes or hurricanes, the sun's still shining. Amen. That's the way Jesus is. Great honor to be here today. And we'll continue to lift up Sister Amy's dad and be in prayer. Robbie's dad, he's in the hospital having issues. And so uh, when you get old, you just fall apart. (laughs) The outward man perishes, but the inward man is renewed day by day. Hallelujah. There's hope in us in this earthen vessel. There's a hidden treasure. Hallelujah to God. All right. Let's get in the word of the Lord. We're looking this morning in Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 8. One one verse of scripture, Isaiah 40 and verse number 8. The word of the Lord says, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. The word of our God shall stand forever. In the past two years, we have dealt with stuff that we never dreamed we would ever have to deal with in our society. And several months ago, uh, it was like a tornado hit. And within a matter of just a few weeks, uh, people all around me were dying. Friends that have been friends for years. And when all the people you know that your age start dying, you start looking around thinking, am I next? <clears throat> you know, what's, what's, what's going to happen? And it's, one day I was at the church praying. And uh, I, I was just pouring my heart out to God. And Lord, this stuff we're dealing with today, we've never had to deal with. And and uh, pastors don't know whether to have church or not have church. They don't know whether to wear a mask or not wear a mask. 
They don't know. I pray every day for pastors, for the guidance and the wisdom of God to deal with the situations that we're in. There's no right answer because no matter what you do, somebody ain't going to like it. So you're walking on a thin line here no matter what you do. So we need the guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit of God in our churches and in our pastors. And when all this stuff is happening, I heard the Holy Ghost speak in my spirit while I was praying. He said to me, just stand on the Word of God. Just stand on the Word of God. If you, if you make it, if you survive, if you overcome, you're going to have to stand on something that is not crashable. You're going to have to, st- I don't even know if that word exists or not. I just made something up to put in Webster's. Uh, you're, you're, you're going to have to stand on something that's not going to fade away. You're going to have to stand on something. You, you, you can't count on politicians because they change their mind like people change underwear. You, you, you don't you don't know what they're going to come up with next or what they're going to say and you, you you don't have there's nothing that you can count on in this life except this right here this is the only thing that you can count on that, that's not going to mess up that's not going to fall that's not going to fail and, and we've known that and we've preached that for years but in a specific time in your life, in a, in a time of dealing with stuff and going through with things and, and and people all around you dying and friend you can't go to the funeral and you couldn't go to the hospital we couldn't go to the funeral home and in the past year and a half I've lost 25 friends good friends and hadn't been but to one memorial service in the whole entire time so it, it's a mind-boggling thing it works on your mind and it works on your spirit and how do how do we deal with this stuff but when the holy ghost speaks into your spirit when the holy ghost says to you stand on my word and i've been reading this book for years and years and you, you know what makes the living word of god is because god can speak a specific word right into your spirit like you never even seen it before and thank god for strong's exhaustive concordance and and so i went home and i, I found that verse of scripture uh, but the word of our god shall stand forever and the holy ghost is saying to me what i want you to do is stand on my word and just put your feet on the word of god and just stand on this word don't worry about anything else just stand on this what is this word i remember preaching when i was about uh, 20 22 years old and we we got in a church and and this uh lady this elderly lady come and said to me if you if you ever learn to stand still and hold on to the podium, you'll be a great preacher. And 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 I'm like, uh, all right, if you could only see me now, because <clears throat> today, by the helping grace of God, I'm gonna just plant my feet right here. And by the help, because it's it's a value importance to know that the word of God shall stand forever. Uh, and if I'm gonna stand, then I got to get on this, and I got to abide on this. And uh, I, I wrote a few things down. I can't even read my own writing sometime. But Amen. What is this that we're standing on? Uh, John said in the beginning, chapter. 
chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the same was in the beginning with God. And all things that were made were made by Him. And there wasn't anything that wasn't made that wasn't made by Him. But I love verse 14 that says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as the only... So what is this we're standing on? It's Jesus written. It's Jesus written so that you and I can read who He is, what He is. They sing it a little bit, a little line in a song they sang this morning. Uh, he that was and is and is to come. Uh, he was in the generations past. Uh, he is in our generation uh, and he will be in our kids' generation to come. Hallelujah. He's forevermore. Oh, hallelujah. John, I am he that was dead, but I am alive and I'm alive forevermore. So he was the written word. He became mankind, the word of God to walk and dwell among us. But he said to them one day, it is expedient that I go away. I can't abide here because I'm just trapped in this human body and I'm going away. But what I want you to do is go into all the world and preach the gospel and declare what are you going to preach we're going to preach this word we're going to preach this word can I tell you we live in a time when folks try everything in the world to build their church and to get more people to come in and we do all kinds of stuff we have fall fest we cook hamburgers hot dogs watermelon suppers chili suppers chili contests we've done everything we think we can do uh, to help people come and motivate people. Uh, but may I submit to you, Jesus uh, gave us a rule. Uh, just go preach my word. Uh, and if you'll preach my word, certain things will happen. Uh, he said, I'll confirm my word with signs following. Uh, in my name, you cast out devils. Uh, you lay hands on the sick. You speak with new tongues. You take up serpents. Uh, God honors his word. Uh, he don't need anything added to it. Uh, he don't need anything taken away from it. Uh, if you just stand on this, Jesus said it like this. Uh, if you abide in this uh, and my word abides in you, you can ask uh, whatever you will and it shall be done. Uh, I mean, we got a new world. We got modern technology. Uh, we can do things that blows people's minds. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the kingdom of God uh, has its in the word of God. It rules and reigns in the kingdom of God. God. Uh, he don't need anything else. Uh, just this right here. Uh, we st it still works today uh, like it did 2,000 years ago. Uh, just declare his word. Uh, matter of fact, he said, my word uh, is forever settled in heaven. Uh, and even heaven and earth may pass away. Uh, but this will never pass away. That's why you can count on it. Uh, that's why you can stand on it. Uh, when friends are dying, uh, folks got the COVID hot hospital shut down. Uh, doctors don't know what to do. Nurses don't know what to do. Uh, but if you stand on this, uh, we shall be victorious uh, and we shall overcome uh, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Whoa, hallelujah. Y'all ain't got a clue how hard this is. <laughs> oh, Lord, I wish I had a bigger Bible. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Isaiah said, here's what happens with the word. Isaiah 55 said, 
like the rain that comes from heaven and waters the ground and returns not there, but gives bread to the eater and seed to the sower. So shall my word go out of my mouth. I love this right here. And shall not return void. But it shall accomplish. See, you don't have to do anything to make it work. You don't have to do anything to help it out. You don't have to do anything to inspire it. You don't have to do anything to motivate it. All you got to do is proclaim it. All you got to do is pray it. All you got to do is prophesy it. All you got to do is speak it. All you got to do is say it. Because it's the word of the living God that cannot lie nor the son of man that shall repent. Because when his word is declared, it goes out of his mouth and it shall accomplish what it's sent forth to do and it will prosper where it is sent and never return void. Whoa, hallelujah. I don't know if I can stand here all the time. Hallelujah. What will this word do? In, in Romans chapter 10, that great salvation chapter, this word says, faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word. You see, I never get tired of hearing a preacher preach about Daniel and the lion's den. It motivates me every time I hear it. Every time I hear about the fiery furnace and three boys walking out with the fourth man in the fire, it motivates me. Every time I hear about Joshua in battle and speaking to the sun and his earth stands still and we lost a day in time somewhere in history, it motivates me. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. And then what else it does? I love this. It says, then that word, after you hear it, it becomes nigh unto thee. Even in thy mouth. The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth. The word that we speak. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Hallelujah. See, uh, when an alcoholic and a drug addict and a prostitute and a whoremonger walks in the house of God and hears a man declaring God's word uh, and that word gets in his ear hearing the word uh, and then it gets in your heart uh, and then it gets in your mouth and say, I believe that word. Uh, it, 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 men can't explain it. Uh, philosophers can't tell you how it happens but in a twinkling of an eye Paul said in Romans 1 and 16 I'm not ashamed of this gospel of this word for it is the power of God when his word is preached when it's proclaimed when it's declared what did the word say when I'm lifted up I will draw all men unto me when this word is declared you can count on it today it'll transform lives it'll save the sinner. It'll deliver the alcoholic. It'll heal the afflicted. It'll feel the Holy Ghost believer till he's running over with the power of the Holy Ghost. What can make that happen? Nothing but the Word of God being declared. Hallelujah. Woo! You know I could get so much on one little piece of paper. 
When I was in school, we were so poor, you had to learn to write little. <laughs> Make paper last a long ways. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. What else would the Word do? This Word will feed you every day. Oh, taste, see that the Lord is good. The disciples asked Jesus one day, teach us to pray. They didn't ask him to teach us to work miracles. They said, teach us to pray. And he gave them a prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, etc., etc. And now somewhere in that prayer he said, give us this day my daily bread. Ain't a one of us here likes to go a day without eating. Two or three times a day. Four or five times a day. Hallelujah. But we'll go all week without this. Hallelujah. But give us this day our daily bread. Ever since the COVID started, like February of last year, I've been eating Psalms 91 every day. Four or five, get me double portions of it. Four or five times a day, I'll read Psalms 91. Hallelujah to God. Amen. The enemy will fall on 1,000 on one side and 10,000 on the other side. I've been reading it every day, four or five, and I still can't memorize it. Hallelujah to God. But somewhere in there he said, No plague or pestilence will come nigh thy dwelling. And because you have made the Lord your habitation, he'll lift you up. Oh, hallelujah to God. The Lord, I didn't even know till I got reading this and it dawned on me. My God, God's got feathers and wings. He'll wrap them around us. He'll cover us. Hallelujah. Like a hen doth gather her brew. Some of you country folks know what I'm talking about. That little banny when the hawk starts flying over, she'll go to clucking and a carrying on. And about 15 little ones together all up around her. That's what God will do. Because you know why? Because his word said that's what he'll do. Because his word said he'll protect you. Because his word said he'll be my refuge and my strength and my strong and my mighty tower. We're not going to fall. We're not going to fail. We're not going under. We're not going down. Don't matter what the politicians say. We're going to stand and we're going to abide. Because the word said I'm going to build a church. And the gates of hell. Uh, shall never prevail against it. Uh, I'll stand on this. Uh, not what the Democrats say and the Republicans say, but I'll stand on this. Uh, let heaven and earth pass, uh, but I'll stand on this uh, and I shall not be moved because uh, the Word of God is truth. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. You don't even know how hard this is. What else would this Word do? It will lighten my path thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path see people backslide and get away from God because they get out of the word because the word brother John will keep your path lit up where you can see if there's a hole you won't fall in it if there's a big rock in the way you won't fall in it if there's a detour sign you won't take but if you're walking in the dark and you can't see where you're going, you just wander off. So His Word lightens my path that I can see. Stay with Him. Walk with Him. Oh, hallelujah. You're going to love this. I'm fixing to get really happy now. Ephesians chapter 6, and we're all familiar. Paul said, having done all to stand, 
stand and take on this whole clothing of God. Protect your head with a helmet of salvation. Protect your breast with a breastplate of righteousness. Protect your feet with shoes of the gospel of peace. Protect with the shield of faith where you quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Do all of that. Protection that he gave us. That ain't the Holy Ghost. I'm just about losing my balance. (laughs) Hallelujah. But then he said, pray and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You see, in the sports world, it's just a cliche we learned years ago. Good defenses win ball games. Stop the other team from scoring. That wins ball games. But not unless you score. Because if you don't ever score, you ain't going to win. So in this spiritual warfare, and may I submit to you right now, we're in great spiritual warfare. And in this spiritual warfare, are we going to just stand right here and just take a licking and keep on ticking? Are we just going to allow the enemy to slam us with everything that hell has to offer? Or, hallelujah, all those that we have are protections in warfare. It's a defense in warfare. But at some point, at some point in this warfare, may I submit to you that if we're going to win, we're going to have to draw the sword. If we're going to win, we're we're, going to have to go on the offense. If we're going to win, we we got to score some runs, or we we got to put it in the hoop, or we got to score a touchdown. If we're going to win, hallelujah, you got to draw the sword, which is the Word of God. You can't win with nothing else but the Word of God. You take the Word. How did Jesus fight off the enemy when he attacked him on the Mount of Transfiguration? When his body was weak uh, when he was and when he was very hungry uh, the enemy came to attack him uh, and he took the word and he, and he confused it and he messed it up uh, but if you really know the word uh, and you abide in the word and the word abides in you uh, Jesus drawed his sword uh, and said it is written uh, man don't live by bread alone but by every word uh, man don't oh hallelujah to God uh, you gotta stand on the word uh, draw the sword of the spirit and go on the offense. I, I, I dare, when I was a kid growing up, if somebody wanted you to do something you didn't really want to do, they'd say, I double dog dare you. And this morning, I'm going to double dog dare you to draw your sword. Hallelujah. And tell the enemy, I'm like Papa. I've had all I can stand and I can't stand no more. I'm going on the offense. I'm taking a step forward. I'm not up. I'm drawing the sword. Greater is he that lives in me than he that lives in the world. There is no weapon that has ever been formed against the church of the living God that shall prosper. Church today, it's time this sleeping giant wake up and draw the sword of the Spirit, the word of the living God. Hallelujah. I feel like a spirit of sorrow came on me. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. When I go through the valley, when I go through the fires, I will not be burned. When I go through the waters, I will not drown. Hallelujah to God. He is my healer. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. How are we going to make it? How are we going to survive? We've got to stand on this. Make, make it very, very real. I, I'm not a charismatic preacher. Charismatics, they're like, their head's so high in the clouds, they don't never have a problem. No offense. I'm just telling you. One, one, one charismatic preacher back in the day, we, we didn't have locks on our doors. And one morning I woke up, he was standing by my bed at 6 o'clock in the morning. Done open the door, come in, come in the bedroom. I said, what are you doing? He said, I need you to pray for me. I said, what's wrong with you? He said, there ain't nothing wrong with me. I said, get out of my house. I ain't praying. If you said I'm sick, I'd have said, all right, we'll pray. Hallelujah. That went over good. Y'all get it after a while. But life has disasters. Things come up. Situations that you don't have any control over. Stuff happens. Hurricanes come. Blow cities away. Refugees running from New Orleans. They didn't wake up and say, I think we'll go to Tyler today. Tor- hurricane drove them there. Tornadoes. We're, we're all familiar how tornadoes just drop out of nowhere and devastate our land and our communities and our schools. This stuff just happens. But as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. Sometimes we get caught in spiritual battles. In the past two years, it's been traumatic on lots of people. I got a pastor friend whose wife uh, uh, committed suicide right in the COVID pandemic last year. More than they could handle, more than they, she could deal with. We don't, we don't even know. Nobody even knows. In, in, in her late 40s, been pastoring 20-something years. More than we could handle. Them tornadoes. They may blow us. Blow us. What happens to us? You drive the coast and you see when them hurricanes come, even a hundred miles inland, you'll see pine trees laid over. Where them hurricanes have done devastated the countryside. And pine trees didn't wake up on that morning thinking, I'm here forever. They didn't know before that day was over, they'd be laying on the ground. Devastated. They didn't know before that day was over. Some of you been through some stuff. Oh, God. We've been through some stuff. In this week right now, going through some stuff. Traumatic stuff. With unanswerable questions. How am I going to do this? How am I going to deal with this? What am I going to do? And you feel like you get, you get blowed off of that. But I'm convinced, Brother Samuel... The only thing that's going to keep me of sanity and right mind, he gives perfect peace to them whose mind is stayed on him. 
And in my devastation, Brother Tony Henson, one of my best friends in life, was run over by a log truck in April right in front of his house. Turning in his driveway, a log truck just smashed him and killed him instantly. Have a hard time dealing with that. Have a hard time wrapping our brain around that. God, how, how could this happen? But all I know, I'm in the church praying. God, all this stuff is going on. What am I going to do? And I heard that sweet Holy Ghost say to me, just stand on my word. No matter what comes or goes, I, I got to, Brother Samuel, get back. No matter how devastated, no matter what has happened in my life, no matter the wreck and the turmoil and the devastation of my mind, if I have to crawl, I'd be like the guy at the pool. I, I, ain't nobody here to help me, so I'm, I, I'm struggling to get there. But if God will give me strength, I'm going to get back there. If God will give me strength, because counseling ain't helped me none. And what the preacher told me ain't really helped me none. And what my wife said to me ain't helped me none. But if I can just get back to this, I know it's been with me all these years. For 48 years, it's put food on my table. It's paid my bills. For 48 years, it's provided the way. For 48 years, it's saved my kids, filled them with the Holy Ghost. For 48 years, it made the way in the wilderness. For 48 years, we've come through whatever I got to do. I might have to have a staff. I might have to have somebody help me. But what I want you to help me do is get my feet planted back on the Word of God. I shall not be moved. The Word of the Lord Isaiah said, and the, 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 the flowers fade and the grass withers. It ain't going nowhere. A few years ago, everywhere I want, every young preacher would say to me, have you got a relevant word? We need something that's relevant to our age. That used to frustrate me. I'd get so mad. Help me, Jesus. And then I got to praying about it. What is more relevant? I am he that was, John. I am he that is, and I am he that is to come. Hallelujah. It'll be relevant for your children. It's still relevant today. It don't matter who changes philosophies, convictions, and ideas, and all this stuff coming down the pipe where kids can make their own decision what sex they are at five and six years old, what bathroom they want to use, what sex they want to marry. They can change all that they want to change. But as for me and my house, I'm going to stand on this. I'm going to buy it on this. I'm going to walk in this. I'm going to live in this. I'm going to overcome by this. I'm going to be victorious by this. Nothing else. Just this. One said to me not long ago, you preach the same message you did 30 years ago. I said, thank you, Jesus. I'm glad I do. It never gets old 
Would you stand? Hallelujah. My God. I don't expect you to do what I just did. Stand on your Bible and wrinkle it up. Some of you got Bible on iPhones. Some of them on iPads. Some didn't bring it because it's on the screen. I don't need to take it. Whatever. But I want to ask you this morning. Let's make a commitment to God. No matter what happens to me. No matter what I'm going through. I'm going to get back on this. I'm going to believe this. I think Second Chronicles 20 and somewhere in that chapter. The prophet said to the people. Believe the prophet and you shall prosper. Believe God's word. And you'll stand. Something to that effect. Believe God's word. Believe the man of God. But church, what we need is this right here. You know what blessed me? This I, I like TV game shows and especially Jeopardy and stuff like them quiz shows that I don't know an answer to no question. To learn how dumb I am. Hallelujah. I was watching a TV game show this week. You know what they said? A question on a TV game show. Not a rerun from the 50s. Up to par. New game show. What is the all-time selling book? I knew the answer to that. The all-time selling book in the world is this right here. And the world wants you to believe we're not pertinent. And the world wants you to believe we're not important. And the world wants you to believe in the politicians to make us believe we ain't got to say so or we don't have a word. The all-time selling book of all time is the Holy Bible. And also, the top-selling book every year for decades. When they try to stamp it out. When they try to blow a spiritual hurricane and knock us way off, we just keep coming back. I got to get back in that Bible. I got to get because it abides forever. It ain't going anywhere. This morning, I want to ask you to bring your iPhone, your iPad, whatever. Robbie, put what is it, what's that you put on my iPhone? Blue letter Bible on my iPhone. I don't even know how to turn an iPhone on. But I got blue letter Bible on there. Hallelujah. I want you to bring whatever kind of Bible you got. And come stand with me this morning. I don't expect you to put it under your feet. But hold it to your chest. And declare to the enemy with me today. We as the people of God. If there's anybody here today that don't know Jesus. The declaration of this word will change your life. It will cleanse you. It will save you. It will deliver you. It will give you life and that more money. Come on. Come on. I'm done. Hallelujah. If you got a written Bible, come and stand with me. Hold it to you. Hallelujah. The word of God. We're going we're gonna to abide in this word. We're going to hold on to this word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the all-time leading book sales in the world. It's the all-time. Every year, it's the top-selling book Brother Joel Osteen ain't sold more books than this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mr. Rick Warren hadn't sold more books than this. Did you hear me? 
Hallelujah. Oprah hadn't sold more books than this. It's the all-time leading. You know why? Because it's the hope of people. People that don't even know. If I, if I just had a Bible. If I, if I just had a Bible. If I just had a Bible. Hallelujah. God, I praise you this morning. There's a body of believers in this house today. In the Lord's house. And this word is gone forth. I decree you stir it up in people's lives. God, that you plant our feet on this. We're going to stand in this book. We're going to trust in the infallible proofs of God. We're going to believe in this all-time seller. Your word said all these things that are written were written for our example. Somewhere what I'm going through I can find condolence in this world somewhere in this world I can find peace of mind somewhere in this world I can find reconciliation I can find the healing of my family the bruises the hurts the pain and the grief and the sorrow Lord of heaven this word today will strengthen if I confess it with my mouth believe it in my heart I shall be delivered. You're a very present help in the time of trouble. In my distress, I called on the Lord. And he said to me simply, just stand on my word. Don't be moved, just stand and watch my hand. Hallelujah. All of my friends was dying, not everybody from COVID, but a lot of them from COVID. Pastor friends died from COVID. Evangelist friends died from COVID. But one of my good friends up in Pennsylvania, he was on a ventilator for over two months, 53 or four years old. And five or six times they called his wife from the hospital. He ain't going to make it through the day. And five or six times she'd post immediately on Facebook. People start praying. Well, today he's out preaching again. Come off that ventilator. I don't know why. I don't know how all that happens. But our only hope was to stand on God's word. There wasn't no hope anywhere else. Standing on God's word, Brother Shannon's out preaching again. Hallelujah, carrying on this good word. It's man's hope. It's our only hope. Get on this. Abide on it. Eat it every day. Taste of it every day. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning. I praise you for this house. I praise you for the angels that you set over this house. Lord, that you bless the pretty family and Amy's families. We already prayed, but we just abide on your word. And we just stand on that word and trust in it today. God bless this house and every home and every family. As we bind together, stand together. And overcome together in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Woo! Oh, that was good, was it not?